0: video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by crossing the gaming community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jade dimes Holy shit, you got loud. What's Hi. going on? Okay, there we go. I had to adjust. So I've been having a lot of a lot of audio issues today, guys. You got a lot well. of audio issues. Hopefully, it's not coming through on the other end. Uh, but we're here to do a show. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to be talking about some big news coming out of this uh this week we're going to be talking about how microsoft bought a huge name in the gaming industry uh, but you know those weeks where there isn't a whole lot of gaming news and we're reaching for things to talk about well this wasn't one of them so we're gonna talk about what microsoft did sony uh, got their thunder stolen and uh we're going to blizzcon everyone's going to go to blizzcon are you guys going to go to blizzcon i'm going to blizzcon let's do it i'm not you can order an xbox uh <laughs> soon at some point you could probably order an xbox uh and apple's being apple again on this episode of joystick and mouse um gentlemen what's happening with you everything good
1: yeah what's going on yeah
0: yeah Everything's good man i'll tell you what um it has been just a, a crazy week with all the news coming out of you know the stuff going on with bethesda and all that goodness um uh, and and then stuff going on with work it's just there's there's like my brain's going a million miles an hour and, I, and i'm really looking forward to like diving into some of this stuff
2: um, yeah i guess all that that all happened since last since last time we were on huh i i there's
0: got a so new much gig
2: yeah. I, yeah yeah I, yeah yeah I, I told people that i was was uh looking for a for a job and i got some got a new one it actually starts tomorrow
0: good for you man so so if you guys haven't been listening diddy has been just the contract that he was on was uh was terminated right so you were dealing with a bit of stress there so so everybody let's raise a quick glass to diddy cheers to diddy
2: thank you alex for the uh for the pick me up i appreciate that
1: are you staying with the same company or are you switching companies
2: yeah i'm still with with the same company good keep your seniority that's right that's right. Yeah, um, I get to keep my six weeks of vacation.
1: That's what you want. There you go. Uh, and we are recording
0: live at twitch.tv slash Alex Alvisu as we do every Monday. Uh, so thank you to everybody who hangs out and chat with us. Uh, good evening, friends. Um, you know, I'm just going to call an audible and, like, let's just uh, uh, let's jump right into the news, shall we? Let's do a thing.
1: It's time for the news.
0: All right, so, so we're, we're and by the way, we're gonna bring up the Bethesda thing in a little bit. I promise we're gonna get to it. We have some uh, some feedback from the audience, from the listeners, and we will be sharing um, everybody's feedback come a little bit later in the show. First, Diddy has some uh, his first article.
2: Well, before Microsoft started with their their stuff this week, Sony had their uh, showcase event. And this would have been the news of the week um, if Microsoft wouldn't have used the nuclear option on them. Uh, So uh, quick takes out of the uh, PlayStation 5 showcase event. Uh, We got a release date and a price. So the PS5 is $499, $500, we called that, Um, even though I thought there may be a possibility that they'd push 6, but fortunately they didn't. And the digital edition is three ninety nine, which is a hundred bucks more than the Xbox uh, all digital edition. Um, and it is releasing November twelfth, so we will have that in time for the Christmas rush. Um, they showed a bunch of new games. Uh, the Harry Potter game looks phenomenal. Yes. That looks really cool. I was oh like, my god! Dude. Finally, a, a good Harry Potter game. So I hope that lives well, up. Well, to, well, well.
0: Uh, Harry Potter, uh, Lego Harry Potter. Okay. All right.
2: Lego Harry Potter's fine, but it's Lego. Okay. But every Lego game ever known to man is always the same. So, good formula, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and let's, uh, I was gonna say, why don't we jump into what our, uh, well, go ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. Sorry. All right. So, there's a, a, a new Resident Evil coming, yep. which looks, looks scary as shit, and will be really good. Uh, PS4 if you subscribe to PS Plus, you are going to get all get all the first uh, first tier PS4 games for free at yeah. launch of the PS5. it's a good so deal. That's pretty good deal. That's oh, pretty we'll cool. That
1: one more time,
2: you're getting all the PS4 top tier games for free when the PS5 launches. So,
1: uh. I, that's funny, but.
2: Yeah, so um, th- 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 new uh, Spider-Man. we'll get to
0: that, <laughs> New we'll
2: Spider-Man, that. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy, looked very Final Fantasy. Oh, God, and so they threw, they tacked on this little thing at the end. We are getting a new God of War. I was, was like, jumping out of my seat. I'm yelling. My wife's on a call. He's like, Pshh. And I'm like we're getting God of
0: War. I, <laughs> I I totally like geeked out on your behalf, Diddy, because I, I like and you are the one that actually got me into God of War. It's your fault, damn it. Good. good. I am so ready for that. And when oh, he man, when he it said looks so
2: good at
0: the end of it, like you heard the voice or something, he said boy or something like yes. that. yes. Oh God, that I was, was just great. ready. So let, let's talk about what our highlights were from that event. Um, I might as well go first. I think for me it was the final fantasy thing i am a big final fantasy fan and when i saw what they're doing with final fantasy 16 uh this this return to a really it's a um, it's kind of that high fantasy uh experience that you just that that's what final fantasy is known for right so at least the yeah, stuff the um, final fantasy like, is. yeah it it looks really really good oh by the way sorry if you hear an ad in the background there you go uh it looks, but it looks like Final Fantasy. What you get from Final Fantasy 14, Final Fantasy, anything previous to seven, uh, you end up getting that kind of feel from this game, uh, and, and that's what I feel like has been missing in the Final Fantasies lately, uh, except for when I play Final Fantasy 14, of course. So when we're talking about like straight up medieval battle with magic and stuff, not so much the industrial experience. I think that that is so so cool um the people that are working on this it it is a lot of the same people that you get from final fantasy 14 actually so there's uh there is a lot of that influence and uh the story looks really interesting um very curious to see kind of how the protagonist uh it looks like there's like dual protagonist situation kind of going on um warring realms just get a good vibe from this story man um and and by the way it's worth mentioning that the people who are taking the helm of this game uh are the same people who really helped resurrect final fantasy 14 and make it such a powerhouse hit like it is today in the mmo realm including one of the most memorable stories that is out there uh in in the final fantasy uh, experience and that's you know heaven's word It's uh, really, really exciting to see the direction that they're going with this. And you're right, Diddy. It's very Final Fantasy. And that's why I'm so freaking excited about it. (laughs) So excited about
1: it.
2: Yeah. um, You know, obviously, I just completely geeked out when when the God of War logo flashed up. I was like, oh, no, really? They're going to do a guy. And I thought... Well, they just announced the new game that they're in, but it's actually coming out next year. It is, yeah. It,
0: that's a yeah, total it's coming surprise. Coming out
2: twenty twenty one. I was like, "Holy shit! How did they do that?" And then I'm like, "This is great." So, I uh, yeah, I just I was just just beside myself right here. I was like, "This is great! This is fantastic!" When I saw um, them
0: making the Omega, I, I like, yeah. It was
2: just so, I was, I was so like, excited. That's God of War. Oh no! Yes, yes. <laughs> I wonder um, if you are going to use the
1: same voice. From the last game, or if they're going to use the previous one,
0: it sounded like the same guy, the same guy from like from, same from, guy. from this most recent one.
1: Fun fact: Did you all ever watch the show Living Single?
2: No, no.
1: Um, did you see Final Destination two? No. <laughs> Never mind. Well, no, no. Finish your story, Jade Imes. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter. You all don't get the frame of reference.
0: They don't get the context. Yeah. I mean, the fi- the final destination movies. I was never all that.
1: They're
2: great. Interested in seeing them.
1: Y'all suck. Those <laughs> ones are great. They are great.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the things that we thought were going to be good were, looked really good. You know, the new Spider-Man, even though that's not really my jam, but you know, it, it still looks really good. And I the think it's Miles an interesting Morales. enough story. I might play it with the Miles Morales thing. Yeah. Um, you know, one that struck me though uh, was this this it's sort of a new concept, the Death Loop game. The more I hear about that, the dumber it looks. It's just. <laughs> You it's, know, uh,
1: it's Happy Death Day and Groundhog Day as a video. I,
2: man, just the the more it goes, more I hear about it, the more tedious it sounds like it is. You know?
1: Yeah. When... But, okay, but here is the irony to that, right? Isn't that every video game we've ever played? Uh, no. I, I mean, not... I mean, technically, every game you play is a death loop right like yeah, if you, you keep, keep dying replaying it until you figure out how to, how to get past it when you die
0: yeah but but that but that is insinuating that you know like we so we have games that we play that are have clear defined endings right like this game you just keep playing over and over and over and over and over there is the no finish no because i think the whole thing is like you can well, play I think maybe if you
2: kill the kill all eight guys that you're supposed to take out, it might end. You might get an ending. But the impression I got was if you died, you had to go back to the beginning and start over.
1: Oh, see, no, no okay, I don't want no. I don't want to
2: play. That was the impression I got was.
1: No, who who wants that? Who wants to start over? There's some time? people.
0: I mean, like it's the same sort of people that you get. Who do like um, like the Diablo? Uh, nope. What what are like the, like the Diablo hardcore mode? You know what I'm talking about?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Not
1: my
0: nope. cup of tea, but
2: I mean, not my cup every, of tea either.
1: Every time Will tries to get me to play Dark Souls, I'm like, no, I play. I he like pinged to play games to be He pinged me. He pinged me asking, "Hey, do you have Dark Souls?" I was like, no, <laughs> no,
0: no interest in trying that. Uh yeah. Do Do you have anything that stood out for you, j Dimes?
1: Um, you know, the God of War looks great. I haven't finished the last one, so I, that's not a game I'll play anytime soon. Um, and then Miles, you know, I, I love Miles. Uh, yeah, but you know, here's the thing for me: like, there, it's I haven't seen anything that's going to make me buy a PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, and, and, and the but God of War. Five. The big problem I think PlayStation has is that in order to play any of their games, I have to buy a and, PlayStation
2: 4. And so if you remember me saying, <laughs> what would make me buy a PlayStation? Gotta work. They announced it this yeah. week. Gotta
1: work. So yeah.
2: I'm, I, I'll buy one now. Uh,
1: I, Funny enough, yeah. when I bought my original PlayStation, the reason I bought it was to play Devil May Cry. Oh, really? It's That's the, the only, game? It's the only System I've ever purchased solely to play one game. Like, if nothing else had ever come out for PlayStation, I would have had a PlayStation only to play God of War.
2: You won't buy it to play Spider Man? I
1: mean, I'm sorry, to play Miles Morales? May Devil May Cry. Nah. Nah. Really?
2: Mm -mm. Mm. So.
1: Not day one. I mean, maybe, you know, like, maybe. I don't think I'm buying one game
2: day one. Like, the
1: game is cheaper. Like, honestly, like, my PlayStation 4 that I have, right? Besides the fact that I got a great deal on it, I got it for under $100, the only reason that I really bought it was to play MLB The Show. Like, that was the PlayStation 4 game that I was like, oh, I love MLB The Show, so 80 bucks to buy this PlayStation 4 is a great deal because I can play MLB The Show. Yeah. Um, So... so
0: yeah. What you just brought up, by the way, Jay Dimes, was my whole predicament with this. Um there was nothing there where I looked at Sony's presentation was like I need this day one. Right. I'm not going to pre-order one. Like honestly, there's not like nothing is going to come out day 1 that I can't wait for. I would rather take that money and put it towards a new graphics card like a 3080 and yeah. be able to play the the Awesome games coming out on Game Pass, um, and, and by the way, let's talk about that whole Game Pass esque uh, thing that that Sony talked about. I think it, it it is their attempt to to try to bring a similar feel to I think the Sony infrastructure or the Sony platform. But what they've made very clear in multiple interviews with their uh, you know, with the executives who are in charge of this arm of Sony is that they don't see that as a sustainable model. Um, and this is a piece that I want to bring up a little bit later when we talk about the Bethesda acquisition. But I actually... It's not for them. It's, it's not for Sony. I actually question how sustainable it is for Microsoft in the long run, but we'll get to that. Well,
1: but, but well, so what I would say to that is, you. <laughs> this is the weird thing. They're fighting two different wars and I, I I don't know I mean Sony the company may realize this but I from the internet I don't get the sense that a lot of the Sony fanboy types understand that like they're they're not in the battle that they think they are yeah
0: this is this is actually something that um, I forgot what her name is from IGN. Uh, she has a, like a daily thing that she does with them. But
1: she you said that. Naomi, 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 is it Naomi? No, Kyle's not with
0: Isaiah, Uh I forget her name. Dark hair. Anyway, so she, she talks about how they're approaching. Um, oh, Showbot? The, no, no, no. They, yeah. But they're approaching two different. They're approaching the market in two different ways, which clearly makes them two very different companies, which is, I think, to your point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a really fresh and good thing for consumers. They have a couple of different options based on how they want to consume. The only hiccup is then the exclusivity piece. Um, My my gripe with that whole PlayStation thing is that, you know, yeah, it's like Microsoft's giving you all the new Microsoft products that come out day one on their service. Voila, you get it. PlayStation, it's a bunch of games I've already played. (laughs) The, yeah. Honestly, like I'm not. Yeah. Uh, there, there were two on there, like like Days Gone or the the little zombie one. I think that that would be fun to play. I haven't played that, uh, and maybe one more, and I'm, I can't really remember. It, but it, it was it was totally lackluster to me. And are if, they giving
1: people Spider Man for free? The Spider Man yeah. account? I think yeah. Spider Man was I mean, too. That's, that that's that's, that's a God great name to give. God for of free.
2: War was on that list too. Again,
1: great. That's it's great, great for people for, free,
0: for people who have I'm never not played play those and games. And for people who have never played those games great mm-hmm. go nuts but but it, it again it it actually put me in a position where i said i'm not gonna buy i don't well, need and one, here's, one
1: here's the thing how many people are buying a playstation 5 who didn't have a playstation 4 and have already played those games
2: that's that's my point yeah well i think that's the whole that was to entice somebody that doesn't own a playstation to buy a playstation 5
0: yeah, maybe convert the people, but I, I don't know. Like, it felt like a little bit of a of a shallow, mm. a, a shallow um, benefit. So, I don't know. I mean, w- we'll see how that how that turns out. But I don't think that Sony did themselves no. any major favors. Um, th- there's also something worth talking about in regards to the prices. So we have the PS Five physical like addition like with the you know the cd drive mm-hmm. the, that's going to be 500 dollars, you know 499 and they have the digital edition for 399 um that puts their lower their lower quality model which is actually it's the same exact thing it's just one has an optical drive one doesn't it it puts them you know a 100 dollars over xbox's cheapest cheapest quote-unquote <laughs> model
2: um a lot of people which are
1: no way there's no way that CD drive
2: is costing them hundred dollars. No, absolutely. Well, it it also has the smaller hard drive in it too.
0: But, but what they, but what there's, um, what what a lot of people are having gripes about is the barrier to entry that Sony is bringing to the market for certain people to be able to afford that platform. Um, Sony Xbox can't is take that in the pocket. Exactly. Xbox is coming forward with a financing plan. Uh, a a quality console 1440p you know with mm-hmm. all the newest stuff uh for $100 less they're really is, microsoft's really banking not, on that
2: yeah it is not the same as the bigger console though
0: no 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 uh, again just to be clear difference. that the difference the the when i say there's no difference it's between the playstation models the, yeah, the,
2: the the only difference, difference between the PlayStation models is the size of the hard drive and the and the, 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 um, the, optical, drive. the optical drive.
1: But so, I think that's worse. Like what wh- so, how so?
2: Yeah, I actually think Sony would have done themselves a favor to say, Okay, here's here's a, a digital only version that's not quite as powerful as the other version in it and it was the same price at two ninety nine. But cool. I think they would have I I don't know anybody. Why would you ever buy the digital only version? Listen, you
1: buy that digital version of the PlayStation and you are spending like you're you're basically locking yourself into full price games cuz you're not going to get digital games just don't go on sale at the same pace the physical games do. You don't get True. pre-order no. bonuses for physical, for digital games most of the time so like Best Buy will give you like a $10 $10 gift certificate for pre-ordering a physical game. So like you're locking yourself out of that.
0: But I'll tell you what dude, there, up
1: dollars upfront.
0: And, and by the way, if anybody in chat wants to chime in on this, feel free, but this is what I've been hearing, you know, folks have been pinging me on Twitter when I asked about this and I said, you know, there's it, it, Coming from the same perspective you guys are, there's really no point in not getting, you know, like for a hundred dollars more, you get the optical drive and like all that. Why not? And people were like, "I don't want physical
1: games." That's listen. That's a great. That's a great point. But I, I'll get, I'll use the example of my buddy Chris. Mm-hmm. So my buddy Chris has had like a a day one X, right? His disc drive broke. So then he had to fall back on on like digital. But what if, like, like say something else goes wrong with your Xbox. Like, what do you fall back on? Like, you, you, let's say your your internet goes wonky, right? Now you can't play games because all those games check in. And if you can't check in, you can't play. But at least if you had a disk drive, you could always play a physical game. Yeah, that's an interesting point.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting point. I don't know. If my
1: internet goes out, I can't play anything I own digitally. Because it's like, ooh, we can't check in and make sure that you own this game.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about that either. Yeah, so chime in. Let us know. Joystickamouse at gmail.com. If you, if, you, if this announcement from hey. Sony did anything to kind of excite you. Uh, with that sort
2: of goes them. to one of those things, though, right? And Those digital versions of those consoles, they're not for the dude sitting out, you know, in rural whatever. They're for us that have the infrastructure to be able to download games. And uh, how many people I've heard talk about they had to download some game and they had to let it sit for two days while it was downloading? Yeah. So I, my the counter to that is, yes, I agree with what you're saying, but those digital
1: consoles are also big sellers to parents who are buying oh, consoles. Well,
2: yeah, games. they just don't. You don't want to deal don't with understand.
1: media for your kids. Yeah. Right? So yeah. but I think like you can't look at a three they're not going to look at a 399 console like that. But they'll look at a 299 console like that. Mhm. Right? So
2: I think that $100 difference like I think
1: I Th- think that's, that's
2: that's that's huge. 400 is a lot of money. Yeah, um, plus it's, Plus,
1: it's a the, lot of money plus at 299 they're telling you like hey this isn't if you want this isn't for 4k tv this is for your 1080p tvs this is for your people you're not going all in on all this tech but you want to be able to play the new games yeah 14 go, it, it,
0: it happens to work on your 1440p gaming monitor hooked up to your pc yep which at that point i'm like well i got a pc right down there that can play everything yeah. like and, and uh, um Okami-kun in uh, chat says, I bought a, the PS5 with the drive. It's mainly for PS4 games. I got the 5 because I have a 4K TV but did not have a Pro. That's a very valid purchase, too. Yeah. Because yeah. when I upgraded from... Uh, I, I think I might I might have mentioned this on the show before. I started with a regular PS4. It's oh, yo daddies. Well, no. My dad had a PS4 Pro that he got because he was using the VR stuff. And then, like my dad does he gets into something and then like 10 minutes later he's like uh, this thing's just sitting here and and I I was like well if you're not using it let's let's trade. So I took the PS4 Pro home, hooked it up to a 4K TV. It's a world of difference as far as the immersion and the quality of your gameplay goes. Like when you're actually in those 4K environments, it's rad. So that's a totally that's totally worth uh doing, especially if you can go back and play games like ghost of tsushima in 4k beautiful um the last of us part 2 just all of those games that's totally worth it
1: totally it is the ps5 going to play 4k blu-rays
0: oh you know that's a good question i actually don't, no, I, don't I, think, no idea. I think i yeah, think dri-
1: i think it's a blu ray drive
0: but 4k blu-ray
1: right because the ps4 yeah. the ps4 pro does not play 4k no. blu-rays
0: yeah but their blu-ray it looks pretty though it still looks really good
1: I mean, I just, I want things to do
0: things. I, hey, I feel you, my man. I want my audio stuff to work. And here I was sitting here for fucking <laughs> 30 minutes before <laughs> we know, were so...
2: Fiddling <laughs> with your, your settings. Listen,
0: don't tell me not to fiddle with my stuff. I'll fiddle with... uh mm-hmm.
1: if it goes <laughs> off, it's on you. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's, let's get to the next... Um, <laughs> that's gross. That's gross. <laughs> So, I was wondering if I could take that by you before you uh, somebody before clip you realized what I said.
0: Somebody clip what he just said. <laughs> oh man. You son of a bitch. Uh, Tim Tim, go ahead with the next one.
1: Oh, if I could stop laughing at myself. Um, uh. Oh yeah, here, here's here's a pissy topic for the day. Beginning at eight AM on September twenty second, you'll be able to pre order Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S online. If it's anything like the PlayStation pre-order or the NVIDIA. Nvidia 3080 orders, then it will be an unmitigated disaster.
2: And it yeah, was. Right, right. And since it was this morning, so, it was an, give an me, unmitigated the grumpy disaster. Old man, give me the grumpy <laughs> old on, man. Hold on,
0: hold on. No, I didn't have it ready. Hold on, hold on.
1: <laughs> they say I'm a grumpy old man. Go ahead. How is it that we are in the year 2020? And these companies cannot do any better
2: on a launch than what it's they wild, have done this week. And and it was three, all three of them this week We're just, just say, shit, just complete shit. It was just awful. Alex and I used to
1: work for a company that we will affectionately call the Fruit Stand. <laughs> <laughs> and... They used to release a new product on a yearly basis, and I remember early that it was un- an unmitigated disaster to order these things online. It, yeah, but every year, every year they get a little better. A little better. A little bit better. They get a little better. If even, you are willing, now. if you're willing to to wake up at three o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time you can most (laughs) likely get what it is that you're after. I don't understand how they could... They couldn't even get a coordinated launch time for the product. Like, let alone being able to order it. They just couldn't get it out there available at the same time for everybody. Yeah, and people were... And and by the
0: way, Audie is in chat. I would love to hear. He actually ended up getting one. I was following him on. Good
1: for you, Audi.
0: Yeah. Um. Okami kun said I hated launch days at the stand. You must have worked at the same place that we did. Um. And that's so, Fruit Company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so when let's also kind of like look at let's look at a, a common trend with a lot of these situations. You have a lot of bots that are going in there buying shit up and then all of a sudden they're like fuck you buy this for $2000 there Thir- are ways the 3080 to get yeah the 3080 Companies is a really good box. the the 3080 is a really good example of this right if you have some kind of a uh, verification method ahead of time like like, uh, prove you're not a robot. It's a very simple fucking thing. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 makes me fucking do that every time that I'm trying to, like, r- relaunch my game, and it drives me crazy. But you know what? It proves I'm not a robot. It proves that nobody can get into my account and uh, steal my shit. So you know what? Uh, learn from that. Because Sneak the 30... have figured this out. The, these, these are companies, Microsoft, Sony, NVIDIA you have the technology you have the money make it happen like as a consumer there's so many consumers that are so frustrated please 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 take the time to think through the logistics of this and and i think that a lot of people are kind of jumping to the conclusion like as long as they get their sales out there uh you know some as long as people buy it they don't care that i i really don't think that's true um
2: I, I don't think that's true. I,
0: I think that that's a really shallow way to look at it. Uh, uh, being in a customer experience environment, uh, for what I do for a living, these companies are thinking first and foremost, how are we going to retain these customers? Yep. This is not a way that you retain customers. So this yep. is a disaster from a the, PR perspective.
2: These companies, especially the, the, these two game companies, um, playstation and or sony and and, uh microsoft they work on brand loyalty they work on the customer experience and when it sucks everybody knows about it you know when the when the xbox had the red ring of death everybody knew about that and it and it killed them i mean it killed them for a whole cycle yep um you know, I I'm with you guys. This it's fucking 2020. How do you not have your shit together all, yet to really, launch a product?
1: All you gotta do is set up a lottery system. You know how many units that you have available, and you know, and 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 companies yep. know how many units they have allocated to them, right? Fix it. Here's a lotto system. Yep. Hey, you want a ticket. Show up this time and you can order you can order your Xbox. Yep. You didn't get a ticket, you can't order your Xbox. Yep. You do two yep. things. You do two things there. One, you eliminate bots. And two, you eliminate getting hammered with traffic. Because on day one, consumers know, hey, I didn't get a ticket, so there's no need me going to this website
2: to try to yep. buy it. Because I can't, because I don't have a ticket. You, you know who figured it out? Blizzard figured it out. They how Nike to do it. figured it out, too. When you want the new Jays on a
1: Saturday morning a lot of times, you better sign up by Wednesday, and they'll tell you if you can get them. Yep. Now, when they don't do lotto tickets, then you end up with a bunch of bots buying up all the shoes that you want. Yeah.
0: There's no excuse, ma'am. So I, I do hope that they learn from this. They do. You know, but, but I also hope that, that they start – opening up uh, opportunities for people to buy it who are legitimate. Um, that One of the things that NVIDIA came out and talked about was how they're actually manually going through each and every single order of the 3080 and verifying whether or not it's a robot or not. And I think Good that that's a, that's a cool step. I don't know how, how legitimate that statement is. That's a lot of work, first of all. If they're doing it, great. Thank you for that. Um, but this they, is something if that... If they're doing it... Well, hold on. This is something, though, that as they're prepping for the launch of the 3090, here, like, two days from now.
2: Two days, yeah.
0: Get it. Get it right, man. Get it right. Get it tight. Sorry, Danny. Go
2: ahead. (laughs) No, I, I, yeah, I was was just, man.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I would have bought an Xbox One X Series X today. Um... You know, a month from now, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I'll wait. Audie and chat person. might
0: might sell you one for, you know, $3,000 if you really want. No, nah,
1: you can keep that, Audie. <laughs> I don't need it.
0: Uh, let's I jump into it. the uh, into the next topic here, Diddy.
2: All right. Uh, attune your chronometers. Flip your hourglasses. Set a notification on your phone. However you want to mark the passage of time, save the date for BlizzCon line. Set to take place February 19th and 20th, 2021. And if that Ooh. isn't the dumbest name that anybody has ever come up for <laughs> for Bl- anything ever on the internet, that's possibly What,
0: Blizzcon-, BlizzCon line? That's dumb. <laughs> it's kind of silly.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, because of coronavirus, BlizzCon was canceled this year. Um, it actually would be happening in about a month. Six weeks or so. Yeah, about six weeks. Um, but they are not having that. Uh, they are having a online um, a conference um, in February. I'm a little surprised it took them that long to put it together. I mean, weren't you working on BlizzCon anyways? I mean, I've talked to guys there, and they, you know, they've said we start like the week after we take a week off and, 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 you know, well, what they're just, just but, drink ourselves into oblivion that week. But, you know, after about a week, we start on the next year. So,
0: but, you know, so, something to, to not discount here, it, uh, an online convention still has a lot of complexity and a lot of planning and things that are different that a lot, frankly, a lot of these companies are like, I've never done this before. How do I do it? And, I have been privy to and experienced some of these online conferences from uh, kind of like a work perspective. They work really, really well when done right. And there's a lot of complexity behind that. So I think that it's a great move for them. And I'm not surprised that they kind of took, like if if they were going to be doing it, it was going to be November anyway. So they're going to be doing it now in February. So it's a few months that that they kind of delayed things to figure out what the logistics were around that um and and frankly this might also be that hey uh this might be a a count for both years because frankly a lot of conventions and i know this because this is what deanna does for a living she does events for a living Uh, events are still kind of up in the air for 2021 so Mm -hmm. this might count for both years so who who knows who knows what ends up happening um yeah yeah, talk to schools about that. As Audie says in in chat,
1: they've been-
2: Although you know what, except uh, yes, I agree with you. Except Blizzard has had this virtual ticket for years. They know how to do this.
0: Well, it's a virtual ticket. Keep in keep in mind, this is a context of virtual ticket that is literally just a webcast of a live event that happens in sporting events. It happens all the time. What they're looking at now is, and I, I've seen, you know, like how, how are they going to get all the executives on camera? And they have to record everybody previously and cue it all up, and and like handle the production side of things. They have to ship equipment to people. There's there's a lot that happens. So I mm-hmm. I, I think that the content was there, right? But the the logistics, the how how do they actually execute? That's my it's guess. Three months.
2: Sure. Three months worth. Sure. Mm.
0: It takes, I'm telling you, man, don't discount how, how complex some of those things are. It's, it's quite a thing. Um, yeah, but there was a big industry event for work where, and they executed it great. Normally they do this industry event, uh, in person. It's a big, it's a big hullabaloo. I won't go into too much detail, but, uh, they, they made it happened this year and just knowing kind of what happens on the back end of that uh what they had to do to really kind of pull that off was intense um so I, I think it's a good move for blizzard i'm I'm glad that they did it frankly I didn't think that they were going to do anything so this is kind of cool news I like it I like
2: it oh I like it I just was a little surprised it was so late
0: yeah um all right the moment we've all been waiting for Tim what do we got?
1: <laughs> the moment. Ah, this is big. Microsoft pulls a drop the mic moment and snaps up ZeniMax Corporation. ZeniMax? Who is that, you ask? Only the parent company of Bethesda Softworks. Microsoft just went, went all first strike launch. The, the ICBMs in this war. yeah that was big
2: this is a big deal uh, I, I this it's is big. wow
1: it's a two for big too it's not even just big for consoles I, one might argue that it's it's less big for consoles than it is for what they're trying to do in the pc space yep yeah but yeah. either way now i'm gonna tell you here's the monster here's the big monster what if they keep making these games for PS4? Oh, they are. They've already said it. Well, they, they, they said it.
0: this round. Let, so let's talk about what all this really means. So they, they've already kind of come out and talked about you know, they're in, in certain cases they're, they're not looking to keep these things exclusive necessarily. What that means is still kind of up for interpretation. It could mean that we're not just going to put it on Xbox. We're going to put it on PC too. But fuck those PlayStation guys. Or it might mean that we're going to put it on all the things, even Switch. Uh, Nintendo is, you know, sitting in their corner doing their own thing, anyways. This isn't really affecting them. This is really affecting the PlayStation audience, anyway. So that's kind of that's kind of one piece behind this. The other thing is that all these things, all these games that Bethesda has, are coming to Game Pass. So we're talking Fallout uh elder scrolls um
2: doom wolfenstein uh what else uh dishonored starfield dishonored Prey, yeah. the evil within yeah all these games that were bethesda games are coming to game pass which is
0: and you know if you're asking why is this such a big deal this is a heavy hitter in the gaming industry one that has ips that are some of the biggest names in the industry some like fallout like elder scrolls there's an anticipation of what uh you know like that new elder scrolls game and then uh, people are like well is that going to come to playstation yeah honestly probably and what's but what's good? what we're going to see is that cross platform well i'll I'll get to that here in a second because that's its own can of worms honestly uh but you know what they're probably going to see is microsoft's going to take a bit of sony's cut here um which is understandable, and that's the way things work. Now, to your point uh, about the cross-platform thing, historically, and we've talked about this on this show, we have seen Microsoft come to the table and say, let's do it. Cross-platform, great idea, Let, right? Sony, let's do it. And Sony's been the one like, ah, 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 I don't think I want to do that. So with that in mind, maybe this is going to help them leverage that cross-platform capability? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not convinced of that. But uh, it it is going to be an interesting dynamic to see how these games, how they pick and choose what games are going to be allowed
1: on PlayStation and what games are not. you know, here's the thing. Like, I think for a lot of these games, they're so big that Sony also has to look at it and say, do we want to alienate that entire audience? Like... Yeah, that's the thing. And that's the thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Microsoft, spent. I think they said the number was like $7 billion.
2: Seven and a half, I think. Yeah, seven and a half, I think. Um,
1: So I think they're going to try to sell all the units they can. But
0: here's also the thing to keep in mind, folks. Microsoft, yeah, they they just announced and had pre-orders launched for a brand new console. They're not really looking to be in the console business long term. They're here for Game Pass. Which is going to have all the games ever <laughs> under it? Because remember, EA just talked about how they're putting well, that under the umbrella,
2: right? Okay, so so let's clarify that. Let's, let's make sure we clarify that it's not just Game Pass; it's Game Pass Ultimate. And I think that's where we're going to see the difference between Microsoft. Microsoft is going to go tiered, for sure. You, yep. you can you can see what they're gearing up for, right? They're going to have a top tier and a middle tier and a free tier. And with the free tier, you get this. With the middle tier, you get this. But if you want everything, you go ultimate. And the price of ultimate, I think, probably will end up being like in the $20 a month range.
0: Yep. And with that in mind, they're not going to have, they're not going to really care if this is being played on an Xbox or a PlayStation. They're not caring about the platform at this point. They care about that they have one of their titles being played period so that yeah and that's that kind of jumps back to what we talked about previously how is this going to be sustainable at what point will they be able to pay off the seven and a half billion dollars that they just paid for bethesda and uh whatever royalties they're paying ea oh and all of the other studios that they're gobbling up Granted, it's Microsoft. They have all that money. Great. But also, there has to be diminishing returns on this, right? Mm. Because that's, that's what Sony's concerned about. And that's why Sony's not doing it. But granted, they're not in the same financial position as Microsoft.
2: Has Here's- Microsoft ever given their subscription numbers? Do we know how many people are subscribed to Game Pass?
0: No. People subscribed to game pass ultimate let's find out i mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had it out there uh game pass it's 10 million subscribers that's not ultimate though they're, they're just talking about 10 million subscribers
2: so all right at 10 bucks a month we're just giving a round number right man sure so you know that that's that's chunk change it comes in every month and if you can keep those people subscribed you don't want the people to subscribe for 2 months play the game they want to play and leave you want them to stay and you want them to keep their subscription and this is how you get them to keep their subscription yeah. you have Actually, enough you games want them to them subscribe
1: and, and never play anything and just get, <laughs> well just yeah but... that's yeah I, you know i i think I think they'll break even when they when I think the next generation when they say you don't have to buy a console if you don't want to. Like like an Xbox console will be like some sort of virtual server where you're playing your console games on it'll I think it'll end up being something similar to Stadia. I think so too. I think, you know, for people that don't have like the network for it, I think there'll still be a console that's available for it. Probably something Uh, inexpensive that, you know, they'll figure out a way for you to play 4K games, you know, right, without breaking the bank.
2: Oh, I absolutely see them somewhere down the line coming out with a console that says has to be online. Uh, You're streaming your games. So it's basically just an interface for the uh, X Cloud gaming service yep. and, and i think 150 that's, I bucks think, yeah i
1: think that's when they win that's when they they break yep. even when and you subscribe
2: to their service and yep. you're done yep
1: and i think that's really the difference because what they know is that they have a back-end architecture that mm-hmm. can do that that's already making them money in other ways that oh yeah not gaming related at all I think that's going to be that's going to be the difference. That's going to be the issue that Sony runs into, is that they don't have that back end architecture of of an Amazon, of a Google, of a Microsoft.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh, it's a very interesting topic. I, I want to bring now um, some of the audience, some of you guys. What have you guys been saying? Let's start with Twitter. I put this out earlier today. Uh, asking, you know, what do you think about the acquisition? Um, and uh, let's start reading some of them. John Anderson says, "Not sure. It depends on how it affects Fallout. Fallout 76 was a huge disappointment, so hopefully they'll fix that franchise. All uh, will also, while also making it available to other gaming platforms." Um, Jeremy Harrison says, oh, uh, "Okay, wait, wait, oh, no, wait. wait, wait. Before, you,
2: before you go any further, all right. So, although I sort of took a little bit of an exception with that." Although Fallout seventy six wasn't really a good launch, that was not the Fallout franchise itself is is phenomenal. Yes, up until up until seventy six, it was one of it is easily one of the best games ever made. I mean, it's really, really a fantastic franchise. This last one, they did not do their homework to figure out what people really wanted, um, and the launch was terrible it is definitely a lot better than it was yep um but yep. yeah it's a. but okay so anyway i just just wanted to say you know fallout no. itself is a great great franchise
0: uh, that's a good clarification thanks for that yeah. um let's uh let's keep going jeremy harrison says i hardly play anything from bethesda i hate the way their games look most of the time uh, so it makes a little difference to me <laughs> I, hey fair fair enough i i by the way i have and I responded to him about this, Bethesda games stress me out. <laughs> Fallout and Elder Scrolls, I think they're great for about three hours. And then I'm like, oh, my God, there's way too much shit to do. That That's my experience with some of that. So, But I, I also get the appeal, and I know people love to lose themselves in that. And I'm um, cautiously optimistic as well in that case. So, uh uh, Corey says, very smart acquisition for Xbox, considering the last generation was mostly PS players bragging about exclusives. That being said, even none of the games are exclusive. It's such a huge get for the Game Pass, and uh, that and tons of PS players will shell out the money for PC, or Android for that matter. If someone was has an Android tablet and a PS4, they can still play Game Pass games with xCloud. This is a very different uh, direction for Xbox, and I like it. Bingo, Corey. That yes. is that is the biggest yep. win, and that's why I think it's such a huge deal. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, David Luzader, one of our uh, friends from America's Next Top Podcaster, says, I think Fallout Elder Scrolls going fully exclusive is unlikely. Times exclusive... Uh, timed exclusives makes sense but I think there's too much money left on the table by completely cutting off PlayStation players entirely. A number of players will pick up the cheap Xbox to get access, but there's still millions of players who won't. Agreed 100% on that point, by the way, which is why I don't think we'll see as much exclusivity and we'll see place, or I'm sorry, uh, Microsoft trying to play nice in this case uh, but who, who knows? right? Yeah, but we'll let's see.
2: define exclusivity there, right? Are, are we talking about PC, Xbox, because I can see him doing that. Exactly right. To, to our, you can play this on PC and Xbox. Sony, go screw yourself.
0: Yeah, and that's that's
2: exactly what we were talking about before. Online, I can see that for sure.
0: Um, I also want to point out uh, some friends in Discord. If you're not in our Discord, by the way, here for our friends in chat, you can join our Discord by clicking the link that I just put there. Uh, let's uh, let's start reading some of those responses. Uh, Norm says if it improves the quality of the output by Bethesda, I'm down with it. If it's merely being used to just own licenses and make them exclusives, then eh, as he says, Uh, not so sure. My hope is that they improve the quality of what Bethesda has put out Fallout specifically. So janky. And, you know, we just talked about
2: that. Yeah, so I 76. Right. Uh, I and agree.
0: continue to distribute to all platforms. Not sure what the financial situation has been with those developers. So hopefully it's just it's also to keep them afloat and not take the properties and shutter the workshops. Um, so I think that that's that's a valid point, by the way. Um, and uh, we, we kind of talked about the jankiness of Fallout. I think where we stand, Fallout has been fine except 76 right pretty much (laughs) yeah Bobby Franks another friend of ours from America's Next Top podcaster and also a filthy casual who uh, raids with us in World of Warcraft every Wednesday says I can't see it being a bad thing Microsoft has a history of acquiring companies like this and letting them continue to operate uh, just with just now with more money, Bethesda has plenty of properties, and surely some of them might end up being Xbox exclusives. But I highly doubt we're going to see their major titles be exclusive. PlayStation players uh, shouldn't be too worried. If Microsoft made games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout Xbox exclusives, then that would be a stupid business decision. They'd be leaving money on the table, and they didn't acquire Bethesda in or they didn't acquire Bethesda intending to lose money. Uh, Microsoft also, point. from what I understand, is one of the better uh, major studios in how they treat their employees and handle crunch. Now, that's uh, probably not exactly saying a lot, but that's what I've heard. You might see smaller titles like Doom and Dishonored being Xbox and PC exclusives. That actually nailed my... Per- that's that's exactly what I'm anticipating. We're going to see the major open world games like Elder Scrolls, Fallout... um, uh, me, I, I heard that there's some other uh, new thing that they're trying to come out with.
2: That's Starfield.
0: Is that that Starfield, Starfield, right? Yeah. Field, yeah.
2: A, an open world.
0: That that could be what I was thinking of. Yeah. It those are going to be kind of the you, you agnostic, yeah. right? But some of I these, I can
2: absolutely see dishonored and evil within. Yeah. Oh, totally. There, such going Xbox exclusive. Yeah, it's good sure. Game Pass
0: fodder, not in a bad yeah. way. I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, let's talk about, uh, what Steve HNH says. I'm a bit of an optimist, so I'm hopeful for what this can mean for the games. I'm not super worried about exclusivity. The comment that they'll take on, take it on a case by case basis seems more of a protection statement than intent than intention. They can't just say won't do it, but they can fall back on this. If Bethesda makes a smaller game that they want to either keep as a timed exclusive or just keep it as is. It's uh, likely any games in development are likely to still be available on all the current intended platforms. Anything new, I'd imagine it would uh, raise questions. From a personal perspective, I have a nice gaming PC. I'm usually covered for all exclusives by having a PS5 and a PC, especially with uh, Microsoft's more recent moves of putting exclusives on, the X- on both Xbox and PC. With that strategy, I don't have to own an Xbox as long as I keep the nice gaming rig, and I'm okay with that. By the way, me too. That's exactly my situation. Uh, I'm just hoping that this doesn't disrupt development of Starfield or Elder Scrolls 6. One of one other comment is that this increases the studio's talent pool. They own some big studios now, so I imagine it gives those devs opportunities that uh, they may not have had if they weren't under the same umbrella. So
2: that's pretty cool.
0: That is such a cool. Uh, that that's something I did not think about. By the
2: way, I didn't either, and that was a really good point. When I read that, I was like, Yeah, eh, that's good. That's that's a good point. That they're they've got a lot more. People to move around where they're needed. Yep, and a bigger pool of talent to pull from. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then finally, odd uh, oddly normal one. Audience chat says, "I agree with all the above." They throw the Bethesda library onto Game Pass, and it's just another huge value add to that service. They can sell it to uh, the PS crowd while the Xbox PC crowd gets it on Game Pass. I've never been a, um, a PC and leaned towards Xbox, so for me, this is great news. If I was a PS-only gamer, I'd be concerned about what's going to be available in the future, but there's so much good stuff available now that it would, that wouldn't be much concern. All that said, it was one hell of a strategic announcement the day before Xbox Series X and S pre-orders. And pre-orders, well, that's a whole other thing. Agreed. I think that that's one <laughs> interesting observation. It came right after after the PlayStation announcement of their pricing and some of that stuff that we talked about. And it came right before that shit went <laughs> on pre-order. They, this marketing team, some of this jousting that they're doing back and forth about... Uh, who's got what and what sort of information they're holding back. It's a very interesting kind of game that they're playing. So, um, and TV Travis in chat. Uh, and I want to give you a quick shout out because you had uh, talked about how you wanted to write in for this. And, and he had mentioned worry about the exclusivity stuff. That's one that we're just going to have to see about. Uh, so, So, And if you want to chime in on some of this, uh, feel free to. You can email joystickamouse at gmail.com. We do have some uh, full stream of head news, so why don't we jump right into that, Diddy? All
2: right. So Apple has changed the rules again. A month after suggesting its iOS App Store guidelines would bar cloud gaming services like Google Stadia and Microsoft X Cloud from appearing on an iPhone or iPad, the company has now overhauled those rules, telling journalists last Friday that Google and Microsoft streaming games are actually welcome after all. Well, sort of. <laughs> so, um, what is Apple really up to? And this is, this is interesting. Uh, so, what Apple said was, you can have your streaming service on iOS, but all your games has to be listed as separate games in the app store so if you want to buy a game you have to go into the app store and buy it so that you can then stream it on xcloud or um, stadia what that means is apple gets their cut which is the whole point (laughs) that microsoft and uh, um google were fighting about so i I don't know that it really buys them anything. Um, other than it buys Apple the fact that those two pla- those two services will be on their own their phone and and people will buy more games through their game store. Um, other, yeah, you know, it's just uh, I, I I'm. Apple just sort of can't can't you just be nice once in a while and say, you know what, fine, we're going to strike a deal with these two, with the streaming services. Because it's a, it's a different paradigm that we're going after here.
1: I don't understand why this isn't handled the way Audible books are and Kindle
2: books are. You can't buy those on an iPad. Right, I can't buy I can a can Kindle.
1: But I can buy it outside the app. And download it within the app.
2: I think that still works. Hmm.
1: So, theoretically, you're saying that you think if I buy a game on my Xbox and I already own it, within the the xCloud app, I should still be able to access that game if I already own it. The difference would be if I don't own the game and I want to purchase it while I'm on my phone.
2: Yes. But that app has to be available in the App Store. See, now, and this
1: makes me wonder, because, like, I've tried to buy games recently inside the Xbox app on my phone, and it hasn't worked. And I wonder if that's the issue because you used to be able to like buy a game inside the Xbox app from inside the store.
0: Oh, you know, that's and, a good And point. I
1: always assumed that Microsoft wasn't paying a percentage, but I wonder if that's the issue now is that Mike Apple is watching that and they're making them pay. But either way, like I don't care as long as if I already own a game, I can download it within xCloud to play or stream it from xCloud. If I gotta go through a whole bunch of hoops, I ain't doing it. Yeah, um, which I think, I, which I think is is a bad situation. Yeah. No, for, yeah. Now, now here, here,
2: through. here's another thing about this is, is that the game can't live inside the app. This, this is the big deal. It has to link to a game that is available in the app store. That's weird to me, man. So, I mean. So, the services have to go through all this work to make the game available, and they really don't get anything out of it. Yeah. Uh, it seems weird to me.
1: I think this is going to become a non starter on iOS.
2: Yeah. Uh, which I,
1: is
0: and Audi in chat says, you know, it feels like they tried to deal with Apple. Apple wouldn't budge. Microsoft moved on, made the deal with Android. And Apple's just finding this out with us and uh, trying to seem like they're doing it too. I think Apple is a bit more conscious of that than than perhaps they're letting on. Um, I, I think they just like to play hardball. they They know that they're a platform in demand and they're trying to squeeze it for all it's worth. they 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 have a history of doing this with with certain apps and platforms and other things that end up on their service. And people usually cave. So but here we are seeing you know Fortnite, that whole thing. Microsoft mm-hmm. fighting back.
1: I I don't I'm know not, where I necessarily. I'm not even mad at them about the Fortnite thing. Like, no,
0: I'm not either. I think that's
1: squarely in Epic's yeah. Epic fault.
2: Um,
1: uh, and, and, yeah. and granted, again, it's their like it, this is the same thing I said about Epic. It's their platform. They have a right to do what they want to do with it. Um, I wish they would not take this particular stance from a um. A personal standpoint like because i would like to be able to use this oh yeah but, you Me know, too it's it's oh yeah it's their sandbox the, they can do what they want to
2: so yeah because like the new ipad uh os works with a controller yeah i yep. i can use my ps5 con- or my ps4 controller on the ipad God, that's great! Just set that thing up there and play it. Oh, could you imagine if you could beautiful
0: if you could stream it from your Apple TV? Like if you could do XCloud from your Apple TV? Like that's such a great example of Mm -hmm. using a thin client to do that. But if Apple's going to make it hard to do that, like people are going to end up buying Android Fire sticks or whatever to do it. If that comes to that, I
1: will say this: if if the answer to this is I need to pay Apple five bucks a month to be able to do this. I'd probably consider it.
0: Really? Okay. An extra $5 on top of what you're paying Microsoft.
1: Well, I'm not paying Microsoft anything. Well, you're paying them for the X mean, Cloud. Get, yeah. Well, yeah. But there, it's, it's rolled up in my, in my Okay. same,
0: same principle applies, game. right? Yeah. Like you're paying monthly for a service with Microsoft that yeah, that, if, that implies that you would be able to play it for free yeah. on android or your pc or whatever
1: i'd really wish it would be more like a couple bucks but i i 5 bucks might be fair
0: i would just like pick up my laptop and just be like all right <laughs> like uh, this is kind of a non issue for me because i could play it on whatever else i want if it's going to be my laptop or and- uh, you know i I get the appeal of wanting to do it on an iPad if you have that device, but I don't know, it's not it's not that big of a deal to me personally. Um but write in. Let us know if you have any, any opinions on this. Uh joystickamouse at gmail dot com. <laughs> um
2: TV. <laughs> TV's Travis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, So we have a video game review to talk about, so let's do that.
2: Yes, and the
1: reviews were so
2: mixed.
0: I was Spellbreak. This is my new favorite freaking game that I'm playing right now. Favorite freaking game. I'm going to use that emphasis. Freaking game. So uh, we have seen a surge over the past few years of this Battle Royale um, sort of gameplay uh, where you've got an arena full of people. And you have to be the last one standing or your friends, you and your friends need to be the last one standing if you're doing squads. The whole trope is well known to everybody who uh, has heard of Battle Royale. You got, you know, Fallout or not Fallout, <laughs> fucking uh, God damn it. Um,
2: Fortnite. Fortnite.
0: Thank you, Jesus. And you have, you know, like Apex Legends and Call of Duty has a couple now you've got wizards battling out, and it is so much fun. This is honestly one of the most. This is probably the most fun I've ever had playing a uh, a battle royale game. I'm not huge. I'm not a huge fan of battle royales, by the way. This is coming from a guy who doesn't really get the appeal of it. Uh, also, I just don't like the game mode because it's like you jump in, and then all of a sudden I just die, and then I have to wait forever to get uh to get back into the game this fixes so many of my gripes with the genre and i want to share with you what uh what they do really really well so uh one of the things that i'll mention is the load times the load time like you jump right into a game man it like really takes no time you probably wait two minutes that's it uh that at most Um, but the gameplay itself when you jump in it is such a satisfying gameplay. Uh, you can play as maybe, uh, let me think, you have six different elements that that you can start out as. So you're playing as a mage who has a gauntlet and you choose what that gauntlet is, uh, what the power is. You have fire, air, ice, earth, um, lightning, and toxic. So... You can choose that but then you, you can pick up your you can pick up a second gauntlet for your other hand and use that to uh, to kind of mix up your spells. Here's where it gets really really cool. The spells can work together and and create some really neat effects. So let's say that you go in there with your fire glove on very first thing. you are throwing fireballs you can your special abilities that you throw you can actually create a wall of fire. but let's say that you pick up a uh, a a wind gauntlet in your other hand if you create if you uh create a wall of fire or whatever you can blow out the wall of fire using your your regular wind attacks with your wind gauntlet you can create a tornado if you throw a fireball at it it creates a fire tornado so it starts adding damage over time you kind of get the gist there's a bunch of different combos that you can use to uh enhance the gameplay making squad gameplay really really interesting the strategies that you can come up with with your friends—it's really neat. Uh, the the looting system, by the way, super easy. Kind of reminds me a bit of of uh, uh, of what they did well in Apex Legends, uh, where it's like you get you see an item on the ground if it's better than what you have, you pick it up. Cool. If you if it's worse than what you have, you can't even pick it up. There's no point, so you don't you're not able to. So it makes that whole piece very not cumbersome, uncumbersome. I don't know. It, it's very cool. So I I really really enjoy that. Um, the visuals are really great. It kind of looks a bit like like Fortnite in some aspects, but in some cases, it um, it looks a little better because of some of the the elements and some of the ways that they're kind of interacting. But it runs really really well. Uh, I with my ten seventy, I'm getting an upwards of 75 frames per second on um, ultra uh, levels of graphics and everything. So that's super cool. And then um, and the actual ways that they kind of introduce you to the game as you're going into the game, it's very user-friendly, very easy to jump right in. This is a game that I'm probably going to be streaming. Uh, I will be streaming it here on the channel. I haven't done any of it yet. Uh, so... Be sure to end up, uh, you know, if you're not following and you're watching now, uh, hit the follow button and uh, make sure that you're tuning in. I've, I've been going in and playing some solos and I've been winning for the first time ever in a frickin uh, battle royale. I've actually won uh, some solos. So that, that's that been really, really uh, fun to me anyway. So and if you want to play, you know, if you're part of the community, jump into discord. Let me know if you want to play. Let's play some squads. So, highly recommend this if you're looking for a new kind of fresh Battle Royale game. That's my thoughts on Spellbreak. Any questions? Cool.
2: I'm surprised somebody hadn't done this before.
0: (laughs) You know, there's another game out there um, called Realm Royale. A little bit like this. Where, like, you chose to be either, like, a fighter or an archer or a wizard. Or, like, you chose kind of your class. And it Mm. was very RPG-esque kind of had that similar feel but this this is some of the best battle royale gameplay that i've that i've had uh, i and i and i really enjoyed apex legends until you know the toxicity kicked in um so I, i'm i'm real happy about this I, i'm really really happy about it anyway hmm. All right, yeah, so jump in, uh, jump in Discord if you want to hang out and hit that exclamation point Discord in uh, Twitch chat if you want to join the Discord. We'd be happy to have you. And with that, folks, it's time to end the show. Let's clap things out. All right, cheers to our friends in chat. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. If you want to watch live, you can by being here 8 p.m. Eastern on Mondays normally. We had to do it uh, today on a Tuesday because yesterday was my anniversary. So, Deanna and I uh, hung out and did that. That was uh, Keep that was it fun. up
2: with them for another year.
0: Another year, believe it or not. It's God wild. God bless her. God bless her. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to the show, you can do so by emailing joystickandmouse at gmail.com. If you'd like to contact us uh, a- individually, you can find all of our contact information over at joystickandmouse.com. Uh, let's see. What else, guys? Anything else going on in your worlds that you want to talk about? Mm,
2: nope. No? Three patches next week, I think
0: pre-patch yeah potentially next week for a while we're going to be doing some rating tomorrow night here on this channel so so you know come back same time same place uh and we'll be playing some of that i'm I'm
2: hoping to get my pc back in operation this week um i so (laughs) along those 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 lines you know i had uh some space issues um that i had to figure out and some tight angles and things, but I think I got that all worked out. So good. Hopefully I'll be back up and streaming again this week.
0: Good. Yeah, and T V Travis in chat uh said that you know this Sunday's gonna be great. Go follow him if you're not already doing so. We're gonna be uh talking about Serenity um on Sunday, a movie I've never seen. So I think that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. So friends until next time, diddy. See you later folks. J dimes take it easy. See you later, folks.
2: If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.
1: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)